All right, welcome to another episode of THN on the O. Today we are starting off with some OHL draft coverage. We're going to be interviewing some players later for the OHL draft, but first we've got some experts on. Let's all start by introducing ourselves. Matt, you can start. Yeah, sure. My name is Matthew Goodwin. Um, I am an ETA, uh, kind of GTA, Greater Toronto Area Scout for the Scout.ca, um, independent scouting website that covers the OHL, the U16 draft. And uh, I also work with the St. Mike's Buzzers Junior A team, the OJHL. All right, Chase, how about you? Um, I'm just, uh, I'm Chase Roshan. I, um, I'm a third year student at uh, Brock University. Um, really into scouting mainly with uh, the McKean side for NHL draft, but a lot of my free time, a lot of my free time, I'm out at U- ranks for uh, U16, mainly Alliance, uh, SCTAs, probably my specialties. And um, I work full time at Stathletes and I also coach hockey. All right. And Jordan, the returning guest to the show, introduce yourself again. Uh, yeah, so I'm with Puck Preps, um, the only person doing the OHL draft work there. So uh, quite the project for myself, but it's been a fun season and we're at the finish line. So excited for that and looking forward to draft day. All right, we've got an OHL mock draft to start off with. We did the top 10 with these guys. It's going to be really fun to get to, but because there's three of them, we had to take one of the picks. So Brock and I decided to take the first pick. So Brock, I'll let you make the pick with the first overall pick in the 2023 OHL selection draft. The Iriotas are taking who? They are taking Matthew Schaefer, defenseman from the Halton Hurricanes. And I think this is the right pick. Uh, this is the one that's speculated, and I think it's the right one. Um, you know, over the years, I've seen a lot of U16 defenders come through the loop, You know, be it Jamie Drysdale, Drew Doughty. Uh, and I, I think Schaefer's right there with those guys. He's, he's an electric skater, good potential two-way player because he's incredibly smart. In my opinion, he was probably the best player at the Canada Winter Games from the games that I saw. And that includes all of the U16 players in Canada. And uh, I think that he's going to really give Erie a great chance to build from the back end out. So now they've got him and and Spencer Silva back there, uh, Alexis Davio, who they acquired this year. It really gives that team a a solid identity moving forward. All right, Brock, I'll let you introduce the second pick. Yeah, so second pick is going to be with Chase, and he's going to do the Niagara Ice Dogs. Uh, so the Niagara Ice Dogs are uh, my local team, and um, being put in an interesting scenario this year with having two picks in the top five um, for their compensation last year is definitely an interesting situation. I know that with Schaefer being off the board, it uh, a lot would put them in a rough situation, but thankfully they're going to have a good chance of selecting Ryan Rubrick, it looks like, on Friday. Um, this could be great for them, as Rubrick is one of the more OHL ready in the uh, the draft for sure. Um, based on his size alone and the skill levels he's at, he definitely has a, a good shot of being ready. And being on that team like Niagara, he's going to get the minutes. He's going to get the opportunity. He's going to have every single chance to succeed. So I think it's very fitting as he's, you know, not a player that's going to need a lot of time to develop. Obviously, there's going to be work that needs to be done. But because of how ready he is for this step and to be able to go man their power play, they had one of the most struggling power plays in the league this year. He's a power play demon. He's very fitting there. His brother already played there. I think that that's what's going to be happening on Friday. And it's the best case scenario compared to a lot of the bad ways they could have went by needing to slip on the draft. All right. The Sioux Greyhounds have the third pick. And Matt, that's on you. Yeah, so with the uh, the third pick, the Greyhounds will select Brady Martin from the Waterloo Wolves. Um, anyone that saw Brady play in the OHL Cup and then through to the Alliance playoffs knows what a beast he is. I mean, he was a one-man wrecking crew at the OHL Cup. He put everyone on notice that 
he is not only, you know, a top first round pick, but he should be in the discussion for one of the top picks overall. Uh, he skates well, he has a mean streak to him, and the guy can flat out score. Uh, he makes everyone with him who plays with him better. Uh, he will drag you into the fight with him. This guy has future captain written all over him. Uh, the Greyhounds, you know, they may have the third pick, but I think in the end they're going to be really happy with taking Brady Martin. This is a guy, you know, that uh, is going to step in and make an impact right away. And coaches are going to love him, teammates are going to love him, and uh, the Sioux faithful, I think, will will just adore him. All right, uh, number four, Jordan's going to do the Kingston Frontenacs. Yeah, so for the Frontenacs, my selection was Tyler Hopkins. I think when I look at the Frontenacs roster, they have a lot of talented wingers, like guys like Matthew Soto, Ethan Medema, and, and Bataglia, like, and they're really missing that two-way, 200-foot centerman. And that's really what you're getting in Tyler Hopkins. Like up and down the ice, he's probably one of the fastest skaters in the draft, one of the most transitionally involved forwards in the class, and just pushes the game, uses his speed, and is a dominating force to the neutral zone. So I think that's exactly what they need um, to complement the wingers that they already have. Um, so I think it's a, a perfect fit. Like he's offensively talented as well, but really that two-way center using his speed and just flies up and down the ice. So I think it's logical. I think, I think the fit's right. And uh, it's a great pick for the Kingston Frontenacs to kickstart and add to their rebuild. All right. Like Chase mentioned, the, the Niagara Ice Dogs have two picks in the top five. So back to you, Chase, as the Niagara Ice Dogs take that fifth overall pick. Yeah, so Niagara with the uh, fifth pick, um, they're going to be selecting uh, Ethan Cesada. Um, very strong player at the OHL Cup this year that I really liked. The Rebels team was not the strongest team, but he really put that team in his back in both ends of the ice. He was trusted in his defensive zone to shut down at the end of the game and obviously has, with that skating, it's very, he has the puck on his stick a lot and is make, able to make a lot in the offensive zone. I think this is interesting for the Ice Dogs as maybe losing Dickinson last year to not have really a big D back there, which is what the direction you think they might take here. But with Rubrik playing a lot more on the wing with Weir and being that bigger winger, and then you already have Kevin Key, who I'm a big fan of on the left wing, who's a smaller guy. I think this kind of is who they want to bring in to be that center to really drive that top line going forward. Maybe not directly right away in the first year, but towards the second and third year of their careers. And um, I'm excited to see what that's really going to look like as Rubrik, Key, and Suzato have all shown me that they are strong power play units. And Rubrik as a quarterback to that and the other two as flanks in their current positions could really pay dividends in a couple of years. All right. And at number six with the Oshawa generals pick, we go back to Matt. Yeah. So I think the generals here with this pick will take uh, Owen Griffin from the York Simcoe express. Um, I've watched this kid play for the last couple of years. He played as an underager uh, with Mark and Waxers last year. And uh, he was one of the, you know, one of the, if not best players on that team of a team that had, uh, you know, Frankie Morelli and uh, Nathan Aspinall and Jack Good, just a ton of talent. And he fit right in there. Uh, this year, kind of picked up where he, where he left off last year. Um, tons of points. He's a point producer. He's a smart two-way player. Um you almost wonder if maybe there's a little bit of fatigue around him just because he's been in the spotlight, kind of like a, a rubric for so long, but it only takes one time to watch him to find out that this is a, a smart playmaking goal scoring, you know, forward. You look at the generals, I think they had five or six 16 year olds in their lineup last year at any given time. And a guy like Beckett Seneca flourished there. And Griffin's kind of the same type of player, right? Uh, not a big guy, uh, not an overly physical guy, but super skilled. So, you know, you pack that one-two punch now um, with their other young guys there, um, 
Danford on the back end, um, Bukowski on the back end, a couple of the other young guys coming up that are playing at the end of the year. Um, you know, the future's bright there, and uh, he's definitely going to fit in. And, and I think he'll score at the next level right away. All right. With the seventh overall pick, the Mississauga Steelheads have it. So, Jordan, who's the pick there? Yeah, so this is where things start to get not as clear, I think. We all kind of had good thoughts on who the top six would be, and this is where things kind of aren't as aren't as obvious right now. I think when I look at the Steelheads roster with guys like Jack Van Bolson and Port Porter Martone, Luke Misa, they have a really young forward crop, and I think all signs point to a defenseman. There's a few you could few you could consider here, but personally I think Quinn Beauchene would be my selection. Um, all the defensemen you're considering are excellent skaters. But to me, Quinn is one of the most involved offensively and can really like really develop into like a top pairing offensively power play quarterback sort of role that I don't know if you're getting with other defensemen in that spot. So I think there's a very projectable top four defenseman here, but also a ton of offensive upside. So that's why I think that's would be my pick. But there is there is quite a few defensemen here. You could select could, you could see the steelhead select guys like Carson Cameron or Cameron Reed to name a few. But um, to me, Quinn Beauchene would be my selection, but you can't really go wrong with either of the two. All right, and at number eight, Chase is going to take it away with the Hamilton, Brantford, Bulldogs, whatever we want to call them. Uh, you're up at number eight with them. Yeah, I might have to refer to them as one or the other when I go through it, but um, it'll be definitely take a little bit to get used to the name change. But uh, coming out of a rebuild, obviously, I know they still made the playoffs this year and still a decent team, but obviously coming off of the past two seasons, it's – they're still coming to out of this rebuild and I'm expecting to be quick. Um, the likes of already having a strong decor, even though I know they're losing a couple, but having someone like uh, Callum Chinoski coming up and um, even Testa with a trade acquired at the deadline, they're really looking to grow in the next couple of years. I think the main thing that that team is missing in a lot of these prospects is that true goal scorer. And I don't think anyone in this entire draft class has a better shot than Caden Taylor. Caden Taylor can rifle a puck. He really showed it a bit last year, but was overshadowed by a very strong sense team in front of him. And this year being able to be the star, he really just every single time he had that puck on his stick from distance, from close, mixing it up with snapshots for shots, even a few slap shot one time was on the power play. He's really diverse in his shots. And I, as much as he'd maybe lacking in a few main areas that he can easily pick up and clean over these next uh, developing again, they're all young, but he does have that lethal shot that I would say is for sure the best in this class, which is hard when a lot of these names that went before us were also have very lethal shots as well. All right. Sudbury Wolves have the ninth overall pick and Matt, who's the pick here? Well, I think the Wolves are going to go with uh, Jake O'Brien from JRC. Um, you know, the Wolves are a strong team, and I think they're going to be even stronger next year. So they have a pretty high pick here, but I think they're a team that's going to make a run for it with, uh, you know, you look at Musty and Goyette and guys like that. Um, so you add a guy that maybe might not have the impact that, say, uh, a Martin or Rubric have right away, but you have a guy that uh, can develop there with some of those, uh, those veteran players, those high-profile kind of offense guys. Uh, to be, you know, the top scoring player on the team that won it all in the OHL Cup, that says a lot, right? To be, uh, you know, the best player on the best team, uh, you know, you're coming with a lot of skill, uh, really responsible player, really like his game. Um, you can catch him, uh, you know, scoring the goal at the end of the game to put the team ahead, or you can put him out there, uh, you know, 30 seconds when you you got to win a draw and, uh, you know, you got to shut it down. So he's going to have time to grow with that roster. He's not going to be thrown in right away and expected to produce maybe like he did this year 
which I think uh, will be the best case scenario with a little size strength and, uh, you know, a, a little maturity. Uh, he's going to get there. And uh, I think it's a great scenario for him. All right. To close off the mock draft, I'm going to foreshadow a little bit. Uh, if the pick hadn't gone this way, uh, I would have asked you guys where you thought the first goaltender <laughs> would be selected. And Jordan has the Kitchener Rangers at number 10, the first of their back-to-back picks. Yeah, so my choice was Jack Ivankovich. I think the luxury of having two back-to-back picks is you can take one really risky swing here. And with Marco Constantini aging out, their starting position is a little bit up in the air, and they're maybe looking for their long-term starter here. And they can really swing for a home run here and select a potential starting goalie down the road. And then at the 11th pick, they get a skater with more security, right? So... Jack, I think there's no disputing he's the top goalie available in this class. I think he'll be a first-round pick, whether he goes at 10, a little bit earlier, a little bit later, we don't know. Um, but I think logically a team with two back-to-back picks could be a team that that makes that choice and hopes to find their starting goalie for many years. Um, I think Jack was sensational at the can winner games, especially in that overtime, like in a thrilling three-on-three overtime, like just shut the door and showed that he can play on the big stages. So, um, yeah, this may not be the pick, but I think back-to-back, this could be something that the Rangers are looking at pretty seriously. All right, well, well, now that we're done our little 10-spot uh, mock draft, I think the thing that we really want to ask you guys is who your favorite players are that were not part of this group of 10 that we just discussed. So, uh, Chase, why don't you go first here? Um, so more so just kind of now that we have 10 players off the board and there's not really a fit as in not being a team, it, it puts me in a scenario just to look at the best player available at this point, and that probably would be Luca Romano. I 100% wouldn't be surprised if he slides into that 10 on draft day. Um, anywhere in that top 10, he's the J- top JRT, JRC team that did win the tournament. They really have a strong group. I know that O'Brien is that captain that led them the way, but at the end of the day, they have a good, strong five elite players that really could go in the first round on draft day, at least a few of them I expect. And he's easily one of them and and personally my favorite out of them. He's my favorite player on that JRC team. He's not insanely flashy, but he does do a little bit of everything. Um, When you skate that well and you think the game that well, those are two very translatable traits to going into the OHL that I think are really going to carry him a long way. He might not be the player that's going to really put up the numbers in the first year, but I expect him looking towards his draft year and on that he's going to be really starting to make an impact in this league. Okay, Matt, what about you? Uh, I went with uh, defenseman Ben Radley um, from Peterborough. Uh, they had a really good season. Uh, they're really strong on the back end. Uh, again, kind of like Chase was saying with JRC, they've got four or five guys there, kind of like Quinty, if you remember them last year. Uh, almost every defenseman there was taken uh, and did well. So uh, that's what I see with Peterborough. But leading the way with them, I like Ben Radley. Uh, you know, good skater, great puck mover makes really smart decisions, uh, really poised on the back end, you know, doesn't just throw the puck away, uh, won't give it up under pressure. He reminds me of Danford a little bit, maybe a little bit smaller, but uh, just uh, makes a great first pass, has the confidence to skate with it. Uh, Again, uh, you can trust him, you know, to run your power play from the back end and you can put him out there to shut things down. Uh, I don't think he'll go necessarily as high as maybe I have him, but I think he'll be a great uh, sleeper pick for someone uh, because his improvement from the start there to the end coming from, uh, you know, coming to a new team and just uh, being the, probably the best player in the ice for the Pete's team at the OHL Cup um, was really impressive. So whoever takes him, I think, is, uh, is going to get uh, that type of, uh, you know, defenseman that 
they're going to have uh, for years, and uh, they'll be happy with them right away. And Jordan? Uh, yeah, I'm going with Jacob Cloutier from the Penn's Elite Program uh, in the United States. He's a Ontario-born player playing down there this season. I think he's probably the most transitionally involved winger, like really supports the puck well, is a reliable puck manager, almost like the same impact to the center, but from the wing, which I really admire from him. Um, he has some offense to his game. He finds space well. He can dangle his way to the middle of the ice. Like all the offensive skill is there. Um, but really like that transition impact as a winger is something that's really drawn me to him. And I think he could like almost drive a line on the wing, which is something that's quite hard to find. And when you add in the offensive skills, quite the package. So I think he could be a first round pick for sure. And maybe closer to 10 than the end of the first, but he's somebody that I really enjoy. All right. Now Matt mentioned the sleeper pick uh, with Ben Radley. So let's get into some sleeper picks that you guys have for us. Uh, Jordan, why don't you start us off? Yeah. So mine was Ivan Galeanov of the Vaughn Kings. I think whenever I watch them, he stands out as like the guy that everything flows through. Like he's really pushing the play, everything he's connecting, everything together. I would, I would use a lot of the same words as I would describe Will Moore, like very tactical, very cerebral player. Um, just dominates in transition. It's just a great playmaker. Doesn't have the same offensive skill as Will Moore, that's for sure. Um, but just a very smart player, manages the puck really well, and somebody that I'm quite excited about. Obviously not in this range of the draft, but once you get into like maybe the mid-second round, he's somebody that I'm considering strongly because I think there's a like a, a the tools for a, a middle six center, I think, is there because he plays the game so smart and manages the puck so well. All right, Matt, how about you? Uh, I've got defenseman Ryland Singh from the York Simcoe Express. Now, I don't even know if I want to consider him a sleeper because you talk to different uh, uh, people among the, the OHL and, uh, you know, s- some people just love him. You watch his skill set and, uh, you know, others have him a little bit further down. So I really think given uh, just his, his skill with the puck and his decision-making uh, is so strong. And I kind of look at who had the biggest impact last year in the OHL from the draft for defensemen. Um, Henry Muse, you know, Zane Parekh, uh, Frankie Morelli is just, uh, you know, playing extremely well. And these are not big punishing defenders, right? And that's not what Rylan Singh is either. He's a, he's a good skater, great skater, good edge work, uh, runs a power play. Uh, he's fantastic back there. He makes smart decisions. And he's, he's kind of that almost that rover position like Muse is, where he, uh, he can jump up in the play. He can be that you know, that fourth forward, but he has the speed and, uh, you know, it's kind of wherewithal to be able to get back and play defense as well. Um, I think he's really going to flourish and I think he's going to follow the path of those other guys. Um, not the biggest defender, but, you know, history, you know, recent history has shown that you don't necessarily need to be to, uh, to be a dominant defenseman at the next level. All right, Chase, who's the sleeper you're going to finish this off with? Um, this one I think is going to for sure be the sleeper of the draft because no one's talking about it. And I went with Liam Beamish of my local Niagara North team. Large sample size. I've watched this kid play last year a little bit and almost every single one of his home games this season, even in some of his away games. And it's unreal. This is not a shot at him, but he is the definition of pretty much a Walmart Hopkins in this draft. He's a little bit smaller than him, but he has the same game style in terms of you're not really able to find the it's more so you're. He has everything that you could do. It's really hard to find flaws in his game. No one works harder. It, every single game in and game out, rather he's playing against one of the top teams in Halton or STA or playing one of the bottom teams in Grey Bruce this year, plays the exact same. He does not change. He can play at the top level. He can play at a lower speed. And 
just a great kid all around. I've seen him a few times off the ice. No one works harder. He drives the play for that team. Unfortunately, he was put in a scenario where the border rules got more strict in my local area where he couldn't go play for STA this year, where he would have got a lot more exposure to be at these big tournaments, be with a good team, be at the OHL Cup. But unfortunately, I'm being a middle-of-the-pack Niagara North team. Not a lot of scouts, especially scouts that don't watch SCTA, really know who this kid is. And he's going to slide on draft day and people in two years from now, because he's probably not going to... He'll probably be in junior playing junior next year. But in about two, three years, when people are going, who's this Liam Beamish kid? It's not going to surprise me at all. Okay. Um, so next question we wanted to ask you is just about skating. It's so important in today's OHL, NHL, you name it. Um, skating is one of the most important traits. So we'll go with um, Chase first on this question. Who do you think is the best skater in the draft this year? I think this is undeniably Schaefer. It's unreal watching. It's it's when you can skate like that. It almost is unfair to a degree when you watch at either the highest levels of watching what Makar can do in the NHL or seeing what even like even though it's not his best trait, but someone like a, just what Bedard does in the W for that that level when you can skate at high speeds, low speeds, change it up, and just on a you're just on a different planet than everyone else, and it almost is hysterical to watch to go end to end and then even if you fail to make that be back before everyone else and make a shutdown play and that's not even the best thing when you can be that evasive with your edges when you're getting when you have the four checkers coming at you and just from edges alone you don't even need to have the puck skills to get around people it's it's such a it's such a transferable skate that he's going to be able to make an impact right away okay what about you matt i mean that's probably that is the right answer <laughs> for sure. Watching him uh, skate for the first time blew me away. But you know what? He's got a teammate, Tyler Hopkins, that uh, you know is, is pretty fast as well. Uh, he's another guy. Um, when I watched him skate for the first time, I saw Schaefer skate, and I went, "Wow, that's one of the best skaters I've ever seen." And then I saw Hopkins skate, and I couldn't believe they're on the same team. Um, the, the thing I like about Hopkins in his skating is that he does not slow down when he has the puck. So he picks up that puck in transition and he doesn't lose a step. Um, you know, a lot of guys might lose a little bit of speed when they got that puck on their stick. But what makes him uh, just so elite is his speed and then how he almost finds another gear when he has the puck. So, uh, you know, if, if I can't go with Schaefer, I'll go with Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jordan, what about you? Yeah, that I I was in the same mindset of wanting to pick one of these two, so I went to somebody else much further down my list. But every time I watch Max Anderson play the Don Mills Flyers, like ninety percent of my notes is just he flew up the ice and burned guys wide. He does he won puck races. He was applying pressure through it, using his feet, and just like everything of his game revolves around how fast he is. And I think a lot of that kind of goes into my projection of like there's probably a depth OHLer just because of how fast he is. Like it's not. The prettiest player like it's not like somebody's going to drive a ton of offense like there is some offensive skill but i think just the skating ability will allow him to really play a depth role in the ohl and i think when all of my notes on a player all year long is just about his skating he's somebody that i'm going to mention in this context if i can't have one of the halton hurricanes all right now obviously a lot of these guys are going to be in the ohl next year so a lot of people want to know who's going to make the biggest impact immediately and let's start with you matt uh, I mean, I got to go with the first overall pick. I got to go with uh, Schaefer. Um, we've talked about uh, kind of in depth here, just his speed. And he, he's so fast and he's such a good skater. It's so smooth. It just comes so natural to him. Um, and he's got the size, the body. Uh, you watch him out there and he, I know this gets said a lot, but he looks like a man among boys out there. 
he he looks like a pro player that's playing against 15 year olds um just his his poise and uh his ability his shot everything uh, i think he's going to be able to step in on the niagara team where he's going to be given lots of ice time uh he's going to be counted on in there and you know i, I have no doubt he'll succeed uh it, it's pretty easy watching him um how that you know his skill will translate to the next level it's not uh skill that uh, you think you know plays well at u16 and that's it and we'll see how he does this is uh, a kid that's ready for the prime time that's uh you know ready to eat some big minutes and do it all at both ends and and he's going to be a joy to watch next year all right chase how about you um i think this is for sure ryan rubrick um based on going into playing on a team that you he might be the best player on the team next year is probably the easiest reason for this when he's already 6'3 and he's still growing and his brother's already 6'7, you'd probably hope that maybe he doesn't grow all the way up to that. But for in terms of physical compete and the fact that he's going to be probably the one driving the offense for that team, for individual team, he's going to have the most impact going in no matter what, based on what he's getting into. But because of that, he has the chance and opportunity to show what he really has. And, you know, it might take a little bit. It might take 10, 20 games. You know, who knows how long that it's going to take to adapt. He could catch fire right off the gate. But once he gets it, I think that he's going to be – it's going to be a force to be reckoned with going forward. Once he gets there, I don't know how long it's going to take, but he really could drive that team into even a lower playoff spot right away, I expect. And we'll see what they do to build around him going into the year because they can come right out of this with a player like that. All right, and Jordan? Yeah, my mind went to similar places as Chase as more physically advanced players. I think this question comes down to which player is going to get the most opportunity. And I see somebody that's a little bit bigger, like a coach will want to give the minutes to, give the power play minutes to. So I think someone like Shamar Moses or Caden Taylor is two guys I'm thinking of. Of They enter the league, they're physically there, they can play at the level, and a coach may say, okay, we'll give you second-line power play minutes, we'll put you on the second line with one of our veteran centers, and those are guys that could... Uh, make a difference immediately whereas some of the smaller guys need time to adjust time to get up to the speed and more of those physically advanced players i think are the ones that we're talking about here in terms of 16 year old impact all right now the american angle is always an interesting one with the ohl draft on average there's about two kids drafted every year from the from the u.s uh ranks who do you guys see as the americans going and is the, the over under is at one and a half so do you think it's going over or under let's start with you matt uh, I think it's going to go over. Um, if we are including, you know, American-based players that kids that uh, are from here that maybe played down in the states, then you got to look at your Cluches. Um, you got to look at Reed from uh, Bishop Kearney. Uh, those are two players that could easily go in the first round. And then you start looking at uh, some of the uh, the guys that have already maybe committed um, to the U.S. National Development Program. William Moore. Um, you've got Mooney. You've got. Uh, you know, uh, some of these top players, uh, Horkoff, um, all these guys that could potentially, that definitely have the skill to be uh, first-round picks, but uh, it all depends on kind of what, uh, you know, the team wants to do, uh, maybe how they uh, think their chances are of signing them, um, whatever. But I think based on um, just players like Reed and Cluche and and the Cooper Dennis, too, from the BK Selects, I, I definitely think... Um, that it will go over. I, th- I think it will this year. Um, whether that number is of the amount of guys that play and suit up in the OHL, it's a different story. But uh, I think there's just a lot of talent uh, down south or players that played down there, and, and I could see it going over. All right, Chase, over under one and a half for the first round. I almost wish that you would just give me the number two option and just play it safe and go with that. Mm-hmm. But I will go over. 
Um, I, unfortunately, the American players I'm not as familiar with with a lot of the uh, Ontario-born players, but with the amount of word I've heard on Cameron Reed, I'm really expecting him to go in probably the top 10. I like, I like for sure first round, but I've heard a lot of hype of having him in that area. And with all the other names like Cloutier and just, uh, there's a lot of names tossed out there that are really thrown in this elite category of all the players that I've, we've listed today, equally in our mock draft, those 10 players we named in our mock draft, a lot of these American players are in that category. So I would expect to see, yes, at least two in the first round of drafting, especially in the first 22 picks. All right, Jordan, you think it's going to be over two as well, Earl? Yeah, I'd probably say over at two and a half too. I think uh, I think Cluche, Reed, or Locks, and I think to me Dennis, after not getting uh, selected for the NTDP team, is going to be one that should be a first round pick. He reminds me a lot of what Sean McGurn looks like now, like at the same age. Uh, I remember coaching Sean. He was just the knock was he's small, but the skill and the pace is insane, and that's what you're getting in Cooper Dennis. And I think it'll take him like it did with Sean. It took him a few years to get there. Um, but the the potential's insane there, and I definitely see a team swinging on him. So yeah, I think there's three very good chances of American base players going, going in the first round. All right, so perfect segue in the next question, which he's not an American player, but he has signed on with the national uh, development team program down in the U.S. for next year, and that's William Moore. Obviously, one of the top talents available this year if we just look at no attachments. Does somebody take him <laughs> – in round one um let's go chase first what do you think i if i was betting on it i'm gonna go no but if i was making that decision and i have a pick later in the rounds it would 100 percent be considered um i really was feeling quite confident especially at the ohl cup that we were expecting to hear more number one to erie on day one so it really does make me curious on if they try to go with him maybe right after right in the second round or right after I'm not sure if he's even going to make it there, but I think that if he does slip out that he'll find his way to Erie as maybe even a secondary option. Jordan, what about you? Uh, I think he goes, I don't think a team like Peterborough lets him pass them. Uh, I don't expect him to report to Peterborough. When I just look at that team, they're clearly going towards like a new rebuild cycle um, after this season. And they may be looking to repeat what they did with Will Cooley of try to get a Sam Dickinson return or at worst case scenario, you get a comp pick next year. And then you have two 2008 born players, which probably fit their timeline better. So I think if he gets to Peterborough, I, that would be a team that logically I think would, would snag him and hope to get an insane return, giving him, send him to, sending him to a team later in the draft. So yeah, I think he goes. Matt. I think he does too. Uh, I think there's just too much talent there. Uh, another player that uh, a lot of us have watched for two plus years now, um, we've seen him really grow, flourish. He's a first-round talent. He's a top-five talent. And uh, so, you know, we've seen it in the past. Uh, some of the, you know, the bigger market uh, teams in the OHL will take a, a run at one of these guys that have already committed or say they're going to the States, and they land them. And uh, and sometimes it's even a couple years later, you know. So uh, I think there's just too much talent up there right now in his game um, to not at least take a chance. And uh, like Jordan said, you know, worst case scenario, um, you can do a, a Sam Dickinson, a Niagara, um, and get some compensation and, and go from there and kind of build on that. But, uh, you know, if you get him later on and he shows up, uh, what a steal, right? You get potential first overall talent later on in the first round. Um, you know, that would be uh, a home run. All right, guys, we really appreciate you guys doing this. Before we get out of here, let's plug your stuff again. Tell us where we can find you on Twitter or online and where we can find all your work. Matt, let's start with you. 
Yeah, uh, so my Twitter is uh, goody underscore 0808. Um, you can check out the scout.ca. Uh, we're about to put up uh, our final rankings here uh, prior to the OHL draft. And uh, come catch a St. Mike's Buzzers game next year. All right, Chase, how about yourself? Um, yeah, Twitter logo on the screen there, Chase Russian 18. Um, Looking in the next couple of days, I'll have my uh, for final rankings out before the draft on my not mock draft or anything, just my personal favorites, and also a um, a ranking draft that I'm doing with McKean's that'll be out this week that Brock can maybe get into more that I'm doing with uh, another local scout. Yeah, and, right. yeah, Chase, we're going to be publishing that one tomorrow, I believe. So just as a heads up. Yeah, so perfect. Keep an eye out for that one. Um, uh, I did 50% of the work on that one, so a lot of that is mine. All right, Jordan, where can we find your stuff? Yeah, so everything's on my Twitter at Jordan Millette, and everything I everything I write is on Puck Prep, so you can look out there for everything I'm putting out on the OHL draft. Yeah, and right, these fine gentlemen, just to add, Tony, these fine gentlemen and and a few other fantastic follows uh, helped with a mock draft uh, and sort of preview of the OHL draft on my site, OHL Prospects. So you can head there and check out some of their work there too. All right, we really appreciate you guys doing this. It was a lot of fun. Thank you for helping us get to know some of the OHL draft prospects right before the draft. It should be a good time on Friday. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for having us. We really appreciate Chase, Jordan, and Matt coming on the show to give us a little taste of what to expect in the OHL draft and do us a little mock draft with us. Yeah, and up next, we've got four players joining us for the top prospects available this year in Matthew Shaper, uh, Tyler Hopkins, Owen Griffin, and Brady Martin. Now we're joined by four of the top prospects available for the OHL selection draft this year. Um, thanks for joining us, guys. Really appreciate it. Can't wait to be on here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah thanks thank for having us on. So first thing just wanted to, to do is if each of you could just introduce yourselves. Uh, Owen, why don't you go first? Uh, I'm Owen Griffin. I play for the Arts and Court Express. And I'm from Markham, Ontario. My name is Matthew Schaefer. I'm, I play on the U16 Holland Hurricanes, and I'm from Hamilton, Ontario. I'm Brady Martin. I play for uh, the Waterloo Wolves, and I'm from Elora, Ontario. Hey, I'm Tyler Hopkins. I'm from Campbellville, Ontario, and I play for the Holland Hurricanes. All right, now let's get into your games a little bit. And Brady, let's start with you. Can you give us a little bit of a short scouting report on yourself? I'm a two-way player. I like my work ethic is one of my biggest aspects and my shot. I, if I get the puck in the slot, I usually have a good chance of scoring and I'll take pride in my defense as well. Matthew, how about yourself? I, we know you ha we've been on, but let's, yeah. uh, let's talk about your game a little bit again. I think I'm a two-way defenseman that has good hockey IQ. And I think my compete level really separates me from the others. Let's jump to your teammate, Tyler. How about you? Uh, I think I'm a two-way forward, like same as Brady. Uh, my speed's probably one of my greatest attributes to my game and my compete level. All right, Nolan? Uh, I think I'm someone with high hockey IQ and uh, just likes to compete every shift and make smart plays in the offensive zone and in the defensive zone. Now, uh, anybody disagree with any of those scouting reports given by the other guys? <laughs> oh, no. No, we're good. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we're going to turn this around a little bit. Kind of a good segue into it. Uh, we're going to go to each of you. We're going to go one at a time for each player. And I want you to give me the first word that comes to mind about the guy that we're going to talk about. So first, we're going to start with Matthew. So Owen, you're going to go first. I want you to give us 
the first word that comes to mind about Matthew's game? Uh, I think just smart. Okay, Brady? Uh, he's smooth, speedy and smooth. That's. I like it. Tyler? Dynamic. Love it. Okay, now we're going to do Brady. Uh, Matthew, you can go first. What, what's the okay. one word about Brady's game? Works hard. That's two words, but we'll give it to you. We'll give it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, man. And uh, Owen, what about you, Brady's? Uh, compete. Tyler? You took mine. I was going to say compete. Uh, fast. Fast. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. We'll do Tyler next. Uh, Brady, why don't you go first? Uh, quick. He's quick. Quick. Owen? Uh, I was going to say fast, too, but yeah. Hey, that's a synonym. We can go with that. It works. And, and uh, Matthew, your teammate, what do you think? Battles. Battles. Okay. All right. Last one is Owen. Uh, Tyler, what are you going to start us off on this one? Smart. Smart. Matthew? Skilled. Brady? Uh, he's shifty. Shifty. Okay, there's a good one. I like that. All right. Um, okay, so we're going to start. Tyler, this question is going to be for you to start. When was the first time that you really realized that you were pretty good at hockey? And I'm not talking about like, you know, better than the average person, better than your buddies. We're talking about you know, this is something that I'm really good at that could be my career. I could be a professional hockey player. When was the first time that you really had that thought? Um, I don't know. It's always been kind of a, a dream. Obviously, every kid's had it. Uh, it was probably when I, probably my second, third year playing AAA when I came to, to Halton for the first year and I was under the coaching of Daryl Giancola. And he kind of changed my mindset and really showed me that there, that I have a lot that I can give in hockey and there's a long, long pathway that I can take if I want it. And it's all about just how hard I can work. Matthew, why don't we go to you next? Yeah, you know, I've I've loved watching my brother grow up all these years when he played in the ON. Honestly, I would say, like Hoppy said, you know, like the first or probably like the later couple of years and do triple uh, A. I mean, there's a lot of great players out there. So, I mean, I, I didn't really know I would go this far. But, I mean, when you work hard, good things come. Uh, Owen? Uh, I just think... Every year, I just worked hard and just came, all came together, and uh, yeah. Brady? Uh, mine was probably the year before I played up, like U16 for the first time. It was getting like, I realized I was one of the few that played up with the U16 age group, so I felt like I did pretty well on that. All right, now let's get to know you a little bit in terms of your preferences. And let's let's talk about your favorite NHL teams and maybe your favorite players. Owen, who was your favorite team growing up and uh, who's who's the player you look up to? Uh, my favorite team growing up, I've always been a Tampa fan. And I think uh, I'm a fan of Tampa because of Stamkos. He's my favorite player. And, yeah, that's kind of why I like Tampa. All right, Brady, how about you? Uh, I'm, I'm an Oilers fan, but... My favorite, I look up to Crosby. I like like the way Crosby plays. Matt, how about you? Leaf fan, Leaf fan, hometown. But, yeah, at least hopefully they can make past the first round. But, <laughs> I, mean, I got to stay loyal to the Leafs, but I probably, 
I would say I, there's a lot of great D, but I'm starting to look up to Kale McCarr. All right, and Tyler? Yeah, I'm with Shafe on this one. I'm also an unfortunate Leaf fan. Hopefully the same <laughs> things over the past years don't reoccur. And uh, one of my favorite players is Austin Matthews. So, uh, Tyler Matthew, how'd you feel about that first game? Not not oh, so good. Hockey, me and, well, I went because uh, one of our buddies invited me, but Hoppy couldn't. But it was – I don't know. I mean, honestly, you know what? <laughs> I, I, think, I think of it this way. Last year they beat Tampa 5 nothing, and this year they lost by four goals or something. So, I think it could be a turnaround. I think yeah, once we pass the first round, then I think they are going to be buzzing if we pass. <sighs> Yeah, it's a good way to look at it. I mean, Brady, your Oilers didn't do so hot in that first game either. They had a 3-1 lead. They just blew it. Like, I don't know what they were doing. <laughs> hey, that LA Kings trap is tough, though. That's uh, that's a tough defensive system. Yeah. Correct? Kopitar had a game, too. It's true. It's very true. All right, so let's talk about some hockey memories. Um, you know what? Let's go, Matthew, you first on this. What is the your best memory in hockey today? I got to say Team Ontario. It was – Great group of guys, and we had a blast down there. And, I mean, we won it all, but it was just, like, everybody bought it and worked hard, so I have to say Team Ontario. Owen, what about you? Uh, I think playing in the brick, like, five years ago and just winning it all, yeah. It's a pretty cool experience playing in the mall and stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a cool tournament. I feel like a lot of young hockey players that play at a high level, that's something they always look back on uh, very positively. Uh, Brady, what about you? Oh, yeah, Team Ontario, too, is such a great experience out in PEI. All the guys, it was a great group of guys, and obviously Shave scoring that gold, gold medal goal is it's pretty sick. If I didn't get that pass from you, <laughs> would I score that goal? Yeah, buddy. Look at the wholesome moments we have on this show. Uh, Tyler, is it going to be the same answer? Yep, it's going to be the same answer. Uh, it was That was just a crazy experience. Those two weeks with those guys, the memories that we made and the times we had were like anything, nothing I've ever had before in hockey, and that's why it's definitely going to go with that. All right, let's look ahead a little bit. You guys are going to the OHL draft, obviously. That's why you're here. You guys are going to be playing in the OHL over the next few years of your hockey careers. Is there a guy that you're looking forward to playing up against? Brady, let's start with you. Uh I'm looking forward to playing against uh, some of the guys from Mississauga, like Porter Martone and some of the guys that I played against last year. How about you, Matt? I mean, I don't think there's a typical guy, but there's like, cause we could be, we could potentially be playing against, you know, four or five year guys, five year guys that are a lot older and they're going to be quick, fast. So I think the competition competition is going to be really good. And I can't wait. Tyler, how about you? Anybody that you're looking forward to? Uh, not really anybody in specific. Obviously, I have a couple couple buddies that I've met throughout playing hockey that have, that are playing in the O currently. So guys like Misa and like that. So it's all going to be fun to play against some guys that I've uh, hung out with in the in the summers. All right, Nolan. Uh, I think uh, two of my friends I played on the Waxers last year, uh, Frankie Morelli and Nathan Aspinall. I think uh, yeah, it will just be cool playing them. All right, Tyler. Let's start with you on this one. Obviously, you guys are young players. you got a lot to develop still in your games. What's the thing you need to work on to, to really excel in the OHL next year? Uh, I think the biggest thing for me is probably just putting on some weight and some size. Uh, obviously, playing with the, the older guys, you're going to need to put on uh, a little, little more weight to handle yourselves in the corners. So uh, that's definitely the biggest thing that I need to do. How about you, Owen? Yeah, I think that too. Just put longer in the summer in the gym and just keep getting faster. 
And you, Brady? Yeah, probably, yeah, same thing. Getting stronger. The way I play, I got to gotta be able to hit some guys. And, yeah, it's just the way I play, so I'm going to need some extra strength. All right, Matt, finish this off here. And then, like they said, I like I like to put weight on and work hard in the summer and work out. But, honestly, for me as a D, I want to work on maybe, like, stepping up at the blue line and pinching and doing all those things. And it's going to be like, – we're going to be going against faster, stronger guys, so I'm going to have to work a bit harder probably. All right, so that's a perfect segue because you talked – about putting weight on all of you talked about putting weight on so the next question we got is what is the go-to cheat meal we're not worrying about nutrition we're not worried about anything your go-to cheat meal owen probably just like a burger and fries from anywhere i'd say yeah <laughs> all right matthew it depends i mean if we're going burger and stuff that might be a good one but i mean after a nice workout i'm probably having a protein shake with some pasta and chicken all right, cheat meal. Yeah, I was gonna say that's <laughs> oh, no, we're talking sorry. cheat meal here. Like I'm talking, I, I, I want it. this to be like three thousand calories. Oh, Owen's oh. burger is just dripping with fat, like I, I six slices of bacon on it. Let me redo this one. Don's Big Mac fries, you know, maybe add some chicken nuggets in there. That's the cheat meal. All right, Brady. Yeah, mine's the same. McDonald's, Big Mac, Junior Chickens, probably. Maybe a large Coke. I don't know. <laughs> Tyler? Yeah, I'm going to McDonald's too. A little quarter pounder, no onion, chicken chicken, uh, chicken nuggets on the side with a fruitopia. <laughs> oh, oh, look at that. Full orders. I love it, guys. All right. We got – now we got, we're going to move outside of hockey here. We're, we're going to go – and what's your guys' best sport outside of hockey, something that you guys aren't playing on the ice? Owen, let's start with you. Uh, I like to play golf play a lot of golf in the summer so yeah that'd probably be my best sport yeah how about you matt if we're talking about best sports i like golf but i'm not the best at it so i'm gonna have to go i went to edmonton to play flag football so probably football tyler um i'd probably say baseball i grew up playing baseball uh since i was really young pretty much started at the same time i started hockey and i pretty much played it my whole life until probably two years ago i stopped playing but that's probably the one that i'm probably the best at Brady, how about you? Yeah, same as Tyler. Baseball, probably. I'm, I play slow pitch, just men's <laughs> league with my dad. So I'm not really good at any, any other sports other than hockey. All right. So next one is best subject in school. But I got to give you a little bit of context here. We cannot say phys ed. <laughs> so you can't say your best subject at school is phys ed. Matthew? Math or English. I kind of I kind of get it from my dad because my dad's good at math, so I'm I'm pretty good at math or English. Tyler, uh, this is a little odd one, but I'm pretty I'm pretty decent at history. I can remember. I got a pretty good memory. Uh, it's one thing that I seem to do quite well in in school, so that's probably my best. Brady, uh, yeah, probably math. I'm not the smartest at school, but math I don't do bad in. Owen. Yeah, I think math too, and uh, maybe English. Yeah, I noticed none of you guys said art. Nah, uh, it goes I, with the whole like left side, right side brain <laughs> thing. Yeah. I feel like I don't know if Tony can contest or to that same sort of thing, but uh, yeah, I, I'm not the most artistic person. No, I like to yeah. say I'm a pretty pretty good when it comes to handling my own on any sort of athletic field. Definitely not artistic, though. Tony? If, I, if I'm doing yeah. art, my arm is going to go up, and then I'm going to, you know, mistake. I'm not a very good jar at all. 
Yeah, I'm uh, I'm not going to have you guys pull out pens and paper and try to draw your team <laughs> logos yeah. like they do in the NHL. Uh, I feel like that'd be a disaster. So let's move on to music. Tyler, who's the, the, the musician on top of your Spotify playlist? Uh, Morgan Wallen, big country guy. Uh, he definitely uh, has some pretty pretty good songs, and I'm a big fan of him. How about you, Owen? Yeah, I got to agree with him. Morgan Wallen, yeah, just like all country music, to be honest, yeah. Brady? Same. Morgan Wallen, Luke Combs, any country music, I, I love country. And Matthew, finish us off. Gotta, gotta go with all the boys, you know, Morgan Wallen. Morgan Wallen's probably my favorite, but yeah. It's it's funny um, that you all mentioned Morgan Wallen. We had Matthew Maggio on the show. Was that about two or three weeks ago, Tony? And yeah. he and I were chatting about Morgan Wallen because he was extremely jealous that I managed to score tickets to one of the Toronto concerts that he's oh, coming wow. to. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it, sh- it should be fun. I'm a big Morgan Wallen fan too. Okay, so next year in the OHL, you're riding the bus, you're going – one of those long bus rides you're going to have to make cross conference. You're in charge of the first movie. What are you going to? Let's go with Owen first. What's the movie that is your go-to for the first bus ride that you're with your new teammates in the OHL? Um, probably one of those movies like based on a true story or something. I kind of like those. Something inspirational. Really- yeah, I can't really think of one right now. Like the blind side. Remember the Titans? Yeah. For some reason, all the like the football ones are coming to, yeah. to mind first. I don't know why. You could always go like Miracle, you go hockey movie. That's a good one. All right, Matthew. I, I gotta go funny ones for the boys, you know, get the boys giggling. Maybe like stepbrothers or something. Get the mood going. Okay, stepbrothers, I can get behind it, Tyler. Uh, I'm going with the hangover. I oh, love those movies. Like that one. Like that one. <laughs> yeah, me and Schaefer, big hang, big hang. Big hangover fans. guys. So, just not uh, number I, three. Don't say number three. That one, that no. one shouldn't have been made. No, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big hangover two guy. So I'd probably go with two. <laughs> okay. All right, Brady. Uh, probably anything with Adam Sandler, like Billy Madison or Anger Management or something. Not Happy Gilmore. Uh, Happy Gilmore too. Yeah, I like Happy Gilmore. Okay, so you got to choose between Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore. Which one's going on? Happy Gilmore, probably. Okay, all right. All right, now, if you guys could have dinner with anybody, dead or alive, past or present, who would you guys spend an hour with at dinner? Let's start with you, Tyler. Uh, I would go with Snoop Dogg. I feel like that'd be a, <laughs> a pretty a pretty cool hour to hang out with him and uh, hear some of his thoughts. So, uh, yeah, I'd probably go Snoop. I love that one. Matthew, how about you? Drake's probably my favorite rapper, so, I mean, I don't know how the conversation would go, but I feel like it'd be kind of cool to meet Drake. How about you, Brady? Probably Connor McDavid. Like, <laughs> he's the number one guy I'd like to meet right now. All right, no one finish us off. Uh, I got to say, Michael Jordan, you know, one of the greatest athletes of all time. Uh, yeah, I think he would give good advice, and, yeah, he knows, he knows a lot, yeah. All right, so let's talk about traveling and not necessarily like, you know, your travels in hockey. I mean, obviously that could be part of it, but curious to know, um, we'll go to Brady first for this one. If, if you've traveled, your favorite place you've been to outside of North America, if you've been. I haven't been many places. Like, I like going to Florida. Florida's nice, but I haven't been to many far places. All right, Tyler? Um, I remember when I was younger, me and my buddies, we went out to, we went to Sweden and Finland for like a little hockey trip or whatever to play. We played in a tournament out there. And, and when we went down to Finland, it was, 
it was pretty cool to see like how the different culture is down there and how like how much different that they live life versus how it is back home. So I'd probably say out out either either in Finland or uh, or Sweden. Matthew, put me somewhere hot and I'll be happy. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm, um, I love going on vacation either it's with my friends or with my family. We always go every year. Uh, so yeah, put me somewhere hot, put to Canada somewhere. I'll be happy. All right, all right, Owen. Uh, I think the same as Brady. Uh, I just go to Florida every year, so that's probably a spot. Yeah. Interesting. We got to get you guys traveling more. Maybe, you know, all four of you make a world junior team in the future. Or <laughs> yeah. team team. Yeah. It's in like, I don't know, Slovakia or Czech Republic. Then we get you guys traveling a little bit. Right. The hockey, the hockey news trip, all of us. That's it. Yeah. Oh. Tony's paying. Oh, <laughs> you guys are going to be waiting a while then. Uh, the, the paychecks are not as plentiful as you'd think. <laughs> All right, boys, we really appreciate you guys doing this. This was a ton of fun. Uh, before we go, uh, just introduce yourselves again. Make sure everyone knows who you are. Owen, let's start with you. Um, Owen Griffin. I'm from Markham, Ontario, and playing on York Central Express. Matt? My name is Matthew Schaefer. I play for the U16 Hall and Hurricanes, and I'm from Hamilton, Ontario. Go down to Tyler. Uh, my name is Tyler Hopkins. play for the U16 Hall and Hurricanes, and I'm from Campbellville, Ontario. I'm Brady. I'm Brady Martin. I play for the U16 Worldly Wolves, and I'm from Elora, Ontario. Fantastic. We really appreciate you guys doing this, guys. This has been a lot of fun. I appreciate you guys having yeah. us on. It was, it was a great you. time to talk to all of these guys. Yeah, yeah and, thank and, you. Sorry, boys. Yeah, and best of luck on Friday. I know it's it's not just a huge day for, for you, but it's a huge day for your families and all the sacrifices that everybody's made to, to get you, you know, where you are and the sacrifices that you've personally made to, to get to that high level. All right, we want to thank the four players for coming on. I uh, really appreciate it given the busyness of this week with their OHL draft. We know how big of an event that is for these four players and for all the players available. So we want to thank them again, and we want to wish all the players in this draft class the best of luck this weekend. Yeah, it's going to be fun to follow the OHL draft this weekend. But until next week, thank you very much for listening to the show. Make sure you rate, rate rate review and give us a good comment on all, on all the episodes wherever you're listening on Spotify, Apple Music or any other podcast you're listening to. Thank you again and we'll see you next week.